We got a new edition, new week of shows here, ladies and gentlemen, on what is the hottest form of Alabama football news, notes, and information. It's in my own words. I'll be yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, live in studios. As we continue through the offseason, folks, I will continue bringing on former players, coaches, high school recruits, just different guys that know a lot about the Alabama football program, that have been around the program. And to start this week's edition of Shows Off, after having former Alabama linebacker Nico Johnson on, we bring on the native of Makana, Alabama, former Crimson Tide wide receiver who played from 2003 to 2007. You know him as the man that made the ridiculous catch in the 07 season against those Arkansas Razorbacks. We got my man, Matt Cadell, live on the In My Own Words hotline. Matt, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Glad to be here. Thanks for the intro, man. We got Matt Cadell joining us live here on In My Own Words. If you're just tuning in, just some credentials here on Matt Cadell. As I mentioned earlier, played at the University of Alabama at wide receiver from 2003 to 2007. For his career, we're looking at 86 catches, 1,135 yards, five touchdowns. But the big year, the 2007 year, the first year of the Nick Saban era, Cadell, 40 catches, 475 yards, did have the two touchdowns, including the game winner against Arkansas, helping the tie win 41 to 38 inside Bryant Denny Stadium, catching that pass from John Parker Wilson. But Matt, as you and I both know, recruiting is a lot different nowadays than what it was in years past, especially when you came into the fold in 2003. You know, nowadays it's it's all about showmanship. Guys are finding different ways to either impress fans in their recruitment videos or give fans a heart attack, whichever one comes first. You have the huddle videos, which have gotten players a lot more access. It's just different now than what it was then. So for you... What was it about your recruitment that stood out? What made Alabama the school for you? What made Mike Shula stand out to you? And ultimately, you staying on with Nick Saban in 2007. Um, I start back on my recruiting journey. I just want to say, I think, you know, Alabama was second to none. Uh, we were recruited by Coach Franchot and... At that, t- at that time, I believe him and Coach Saban, when he was at LSU, probably had the better two recruiting programs, I felt like, in the SEC from a prospect's perspective. And just every time coming to Tuscaloosa, it just felt like being at home. I know you hear that from a lot of Alabama recruits and prospects, but uh, it's just something about the University of Alabama, being on the capstone with all the tradition, um, knowing that you have the opportunity to be a part of it, um, that's just second to none. And so, as you know, I ended up signing under Coach Shula. Uh, I'm, yeah, under Coach Shula, and I just stuck it out. Uh, never thought about transferring. Uh, that's not how I am. I just wanted to uh, finish my career at the University of Alabama. That's how a lot of the class of 2003 guys were that signed at Alabama. And 
We just love the university, man. I mean, it's just, it's still second to none. Nothing like T-Town or Tuscaloosa. When you look at 2007, Matt, and once again, folks, we are on the line with former Alabama wide receiver Matt Cadell here on In My Own Words. Nick Saban comes in, the Mike Shula's gone, and Shula did a pretty solid job for what he was given. A lot of times people don't give Shula the credit he rightfully deserves, but it is what it is. Nick Saban comes in in 07. He's trying to bring this disciplined approach to this program. And then there's the game against Arkansas. It's a back-and-forth matchup. I think the Razorbacks had Darren McFadden and Felix Jones, two very good running backs. Houston Nutt was the coach at that time. And I believe Arkansas came to that game ranked 16th in the country, if I'm not mistaken. But it's it, it's crazy atmosphere in Bryant-Denny. Uh, the game is back and forth. It gets to the fourth quarter. You know, John Parker Wilson goes on this drive. And out of nowhere, he fires a pellet to the back corner of the end zone. And all you see is a guy wearing number 11 reach up, fight the ball away from a defensive back late in the fourth quarter, I believe with about 30 seconds to go, uh, more or less, makes the catch in the end zone. Crowd goes absolutely berserk as Crimson Tide gets the 41-38 to 38 win. Matt, take me through that play. Take our listeners through that play what was going on? If you remember the play call, what was the play call? How significant in was that moment in your mind? Just take me through that entire drive if you can. Well, I will say, you know, when Coach Saban came along, he instilled a lot of discipline and a lot of uh, confidence um, and put us in a lot of situations. Um, that's how he runs his practices, a lot of game-type situations. So, we were down, we had the two-minute drive. We were confident um, going in that drive. And I remember telling JP, I was like, we're going to win this game. And so I felt like whenever you line myself, Keith Brown, DJ Hall, Peter Stover, all Mike McCoy, whenever we would go four or five wide, we felt like we were unstoppable. When we got in a two-minute situation, uh, JP just read the defense, just did a great job leading us down there. Um, and the final play was dice right boom. Um, I remember breaking the huddle. I was like, you know, in that play, we could have had a, a, more of a an adjustment to the route, and JP just kept it on, so I stayed with it. JP threw a good ball on the line, did a great job protecting And uh, I was just focused on making the catch. Uh, that's the only thing I wanted to do. As long as I made the catch, that's all that matters. And so I uh, made the catch. Thankful to the Lord, we made I made the catch and we won the game, and I think that kind of propelled us um, into the whole Coach Saban era, showing what he can do with the program. And as you can see, what 10, 11, 12 years later, with what five national championships, um, it has been proven that Coach Saban is knows what he's doing, and um, that discipline and that confidence. Uh, Folks, we're on the line with Matt Cadell, former Alabama wide receiver. Some players offensively, Matt, that you want to see in the upcoming season, whether these are guys that you want to see take that next step, uh, guys that you want to see make that improvement, 
or just guys that really stand out to you offensively? You know, who are some guys that you are salivating to watch take the field in 2019? Um, I'm going to start with the top, Tua. Uh, our reigning Heisman Trophy finalist. Uh, thought he had a very successful year last year uh, with some of the as the some of the games where he you know he might not have been 100 percent healthy and playing tougher defenses like the Georgia Clemson's those type I think I want to see him take the next step I think with Sarkeesian I think we'll get back to more of a balance where we're not so RPO heavy where we can kind of dumb it down and you know we got the game in hand uh just feed it to Najee Harris and Brian Robinson and Trey Saunders, all those running backs and just kind of you know go back to you know, kind of controlling the game, letting our defense do what they need to do. Uh, uh, I really want to see Tua uh, take the next step. Uh, I feel like he's an unbelievable talent. I really want to see, you know, when we play those tougher defenses, hey, I want him to, I think he has a year up under him of being in the physical SEC. Uh, I think in the I think he's gotten stronger this year. more sturdier, uh, more confident. Uh, I think he understands that he doesn't have to go for the home run uh, every time. I want to see him take that next step because uh, I think from what you hear from a lot of NFL pundits about next year's draft, this and that, that they kind of want to see him take the next step as far as uh, when you play those tougher opponents. Uh, so. For me, I want to see Tua really take that next step, which is, I mean, he had an unbelievable year last year, so hopefully he blows it out of this year again with his ridiculous numbers and, you know, lean us to the championship. Offensively, I'm very impressed with the wide receivers, obviously, you know, Jerry Judy, Belinda Caldwinner, Henry Ruggs, uh, Devontae Smith. Um, I want to see Devontae a little bit more healthier as well. I'm kind of wondering back to how he was his freshman year um, <clears throat> when he played at Alabama. Uh, I really want to see another kind of, uh, obviously, Jalen Waddle is unbelievable. I call him Mr. Electric. I love that guy. We have a lot of mismatches with him. I think he do a lot of explosive plays, and I kind of want to see a fifth receiver, and I think between Shavers, Mitchie, those guys, uh, from what I saw at the spring game, I think Mitchie will be that guy, that kind of fifth receiver um, that we can have. And I think the running backs, they were solid with Brian Robinson and Najee Harris. Uh, now we get that third back, and I'm excited to see what Trey Sanders is going to bring to the table because he looks, his highlight tape is, looks unbelievable. And uh, I think he can kind of play that kind of a uh, little bit of a Josh Jacobs type role for us. I think they kind of have similar styles of play. Um, and then he brings that extra dynamic dimension to our running game. Uh, I really want to see the tight ends kind of step up. You know, we don't have herbs, so I really want to see what uh, Forrest saw and uh, all those guys bring to the table. I think Sarkeesian and his offense is going to be able to use a lot, utilize those tight ends um, kind of like we did last year, but more instead of from an RPO standpoint, but more of a balanced pro. Pro style where 
if you get matched up on some more linebackers, those type deals. Um, and I think the offensive line is going to be just outright ridiculous. I mean, I think we're going to be able to be eight or nine deep in a rotation. Um, I, I was reading an article the day it was showing the Philadelphia Eagles like average weight and height compared to Alabama's and we were just we had bigger players than NFL line so I think with Coach Flood those guys the leadership that Leatherwood Jared Willis um, Chris Owens at center I think they are going to do a really good job and really kind of establishing that run game that kind of Bama factor run game that Alabama fans are kind of used to, you know. So when we went where we're up, uh, I know it's good to put up 60, 70 points, but, you know, we kind of want to just have the game in hand and just pound it down that throats with their running backs and just maul you the rest of the game. So I think we'll kind of get back into that a little bit more with Coach Sarkeesian uh, and the offense moving forward. So that's my take on the offense, and I think – I know I've been saying a lot about Sark, but I think Sark has a lot to bring to the table. Um, I think when he was in with the Falcons, they were finished with like sixth in an NFL as far as like scoring, yardage, those type things. So I think he's going to bring a lot of things that's going to help Tua to get ready for kind of what to expect at the next level. I think he's going to give us a more of a balanced kind of uh, – lack of a better word, kind of a dumbed-down approach, if it makes sense, where we're not so RPO-heavy, where it can kind of get kind of predictable. And I think I think that kind of got a little bit exposed in some of the games when we played tougher defenses, i.e. Clemson, Georgia. So I think it's going to be great.